Hello, everybody, and welcome. You're listening to Inside the Glass, Southern Arizona's original hockey podcast. We haven't had an episode in a while of either Inside the Glass or Desert Dogcast. I apologize for that. I have gotten really busy with work and other personal things, but we decided, hey, you know, today's a big day in news, Carl, and uh, it's probably important to host this emergency episode of Inside the Glass on this terrible, terrible day. Yeah, it's it's not been a good one. I don't think it's a wholly unexpected day, though. No, not 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 unexpected at all. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know what we're talking about. And I'll probably just say it right now, so it's made official. The NHL is suspending the season. Uh, this obviously is a response to, of course, yesterday's news where the NBA decided to do that. One of their players contracted the you know the novel coronavirus, COVID nineteen. And you know, because of that, all precautionary measures have been made. The NHL season, at least for now, is done. I will go ahead and read the official statement from the NHL from Gary Bettman that was made official, made available on Twitter. So this is what he had to say: In light of ongoing developments resulting from the coronavirus, and after consulting with medical experts and convening and convening a conference call. Of the Board of Governors, the National Hockey League is announcing today that it will pause the 2019-20 season beginning with tonight's game. The NHL has been attempting to follow the mandates of health experts and local authorities while preparing for any possible developments without taking premature or unnecessary measures. However, following last night's news that an NBA player had tested positive for coronavirus, and given that our league share so many facilities in locker rooms, it is now seems likely that some member of the NHL community would test positive at some point. It is no longer appropriate to try to continue to play games at this time. We will continue to monitor all the appropriate medical advice and will encourage our players and other members of the NHL community to take all responsible precautions, including by self-quarantine where appropriate. Our goal is to resume play as soon as it is appropriate and prudent so we will be able to complete the season and award the Stanley Cup. Until then, we thank NHL fans for your patience. Hope you stay healthy. Once again, that is the statement made by Gary Bettman. That was just made probably at around 10.30 a.m. Pacific time, Arizona time. So it's like 1.30 Eastern time for those who listen on the East Coast. But uh, again, NHL season, at least for now, I probably, I'm going to say maybe for at least the next month or so, is going to be on hold. Yeah, and uh, something that we had discussed before is, before this had even happened, there was talk about teams playing without fans. Um, you had mentioned the Sharks. Uh, I saw that the Columbus Blue Jackets did it. Um, and when you get to that point, it just doesn't seem likely that the league was going to move forward for the rest of the season. Like I, I did not expect them to play the rest of the games with no fans. Yeah. I mean, I would have, that would, that would have been incredibly difficult for all financial reasons. And uh, like, you know, obviously, you know, ticket sales take a big hit and top of concession sales and literally everything. Um. It's it it's it it affects more than just the fans, just the players, because it goes it, it this goes with everything. And again, this is uh, as a this is made as a way for 
players and fans and any kind of personnel, coaches, those concession staff, literally anybody, to kind of help avoid the spread of this coronavirus, this new coronavirus, which still no one knows much about. It's just spreading everywhere. Uh, and from what I've read and seen, if you're an NHL player, you're likely not going to be too affected. It does to mostly, like most diseases, affect the very young and the very old. But we have to remember, all of these people have families. So yep. if you are a hockey player and your wife just gave birth to a child in the past couple of years, do you really want to risk not just your health, but your child's health, your family's health for, for something like this? And I think that it's the right move moving forward. Uh, it was kind of a joke tweet, uh, but also kind of serious. Uh, I saw that the NHL wasn't able to properly protect their players from mumps a few seasons back. Do we really expect them to have a plan for something like this, which is potentially far worse than that? Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I mean, because the difference, of course, the difference between, you know, those two, the, the examples that you made is, of course, coronavirus has no treatment or cure yet. Because, again, this was just discovered literally just two like three like three months ago it i don't expect the nhl to, to have to have readily available stuff so they can try to continue the season so it's again there's there's way too many uh factors going involved here so the nhl made the right call to suspend the season again that's following the nba i um, from what i hear the mlb might be doing the same thing uh, they're still monitoring because they, their season doesn't start for another, you know, three three weeks or so. But the uh, leagues across the uh, across the U.S. and Canada and globally are making the same thing. College basketball, Carl, is also making a big hit, and obviously for me, it's a big deal because I, you know, I cover a pretty big college basketball program down here in Tucson, and we don't know what the status is for that either. So. This is going to be very interesting next few weeks. Yeah. And unfortunately, we don't have much more information about anything. I think everyone is kind of in a wait and see space. Um, I, I've gotten some emails from some of the people at SB Nation, and it's like, we don't know. We're going to take a break. We're going to be coming back and figuring out what kind of content to do. And that's just us. Um, and we are all online so it's not like we have to worry about too much about any kind of infectious diseases on our end but like yeah no worry about community spread within our community of sb nation but there's still a lot of other precautions yet to be made like if someone has it you know obviously you know you want you want you want to make sure that they're that they're healthy too because again this community like we all know each other it's not like obviously we're not going to spread it to each other but it's like I mean, obviously, I don't want somebody that I work with online to still have to go through all of that. Yeah. Uh, and it, like we mentioned before, it's going to be tough economically, too. And it's very unfortunate that we have to think in those kind of terms. But it's true. Uh, I imagine most of the people who work in the arena, they, they may not necessarily have too much savings. They may have some, but... Uh, I can imagine that there's people who are working paycheck to paycheck who are going to be seriously affected by something like this and, and losing that kind of work. Um, and hopefully there'll be 
steps taken to prevent something like that from happening? What I really hope to see is uh, actually, if you noticed at all, if this was made. This was yesterday, and the hours after the NBA made their announcement is the uh, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban actually says that he's going to be trying to put a program into place to help those you know hourly workers, the concession people, the security staff, the literally anybody who would work at the at the uh, arena that they play in to essentially have some kind of financial support during this time where the games are just not happening. Yeah, I, I did see that. Um, and I hope that that becomes a league-wide thing. I'd like to see all teams kind of taking those kind of uh, steps to protect their employees. Um, I think sports in general is a family for a lot of people. And, you know, families look out for each other whether that's kind of the highest paid superstar or the lowest paid person at the arena. Yeah. And another thing too, is the official statement hasn't been made yet, but the, um, the NHL's top development league, the AHL and which is the league where the Tucson Roadrunners play will also be likely making their same announcement sometime soon, probably within the next couple hours. Again, this is just affecting everywhere. And, you know, every league wants to make sure they make those precautions because, Again, you know, no one wants that kind of, you know, liability on their hands where they host a game or someone and then someone gets gets the virus and spreads it to somebody else who could, you know, have the have those health aspects that we were talking about where their their chance of survival is not going to be as as great. So, again, like which is interesting because, too, because I was just at the Roadrunners games just, you know, these last two days. And the crowd wasn't wasn't crazy. I'm assuming one because some there's a lot of people that were up in Las Vegas for the Pac-12 tournament for Arizona basketball, as well as again a lot of you know panic from this spread of virus. Right now in Pima County, there is not much of a threat to it, but it's again it's a all those levels of precautions that everyone's talking about to make sure there to, that that there is no spread. I, I'm just, I saw the the NHL call was going to be, what, at um, 1 p.m. Eastern time. The AHL was at 3. I was like, I have to imagine that the AHL call is going to be a lot quicker than the NHL call. It's just it's like, like, all right, let's just make this decision now. Yep, all right, yeah. cool. <laughs> be like, the NHL said we got to do it. Uh, yeah, we're doing it. Uh, I mean, the AHL already listened to the... NHL's ruling on closed locker rooms, and that was the case this last week, or these last two days for the Roadrunners games, is we didn't go into the locker rooms. We actually went down to like a corner, and we kind of had to stay, keep our distance from the players and coaches and made sure like, you know, we to get the interviews in place. It was a really weird process, and uh, again, I get it. And so the AHL listened to that pretty fast, so they're going to fall in line really fast. And like you said, their call is going to be at three Eastern. So um, for us, it's only about two, what, two thirty Eastern. So that, that's, that's, that's going to be two thirty Pacific. I mean, two thirty Eastern, 1130 Pacific. And at the time of this recording. So that announcement is going to be called, made very, very soon and expect that to be the case. The Roadrunners are scheduled to play Saturday and Sunday here in Tucson, but, with the announcement likely to be made, 
I'm, I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. I would be honestly shocked if the AHL didn't do exactly what the NHL is doing in this instance. And you had mentioned that the Roadrunners are going to be playing this weekend. The Coyotes were scheduled to play tonight. Yeah. And we're not exactly sure what that's going to look like. If you purchase tickets for the game, I imagine there's going to be some kind of communication you're receiving from the venue or from the team very soon about that. Uh, I had seen reports even before the call that referees were told to just head home. So, yeah, it was didn't seem like this is a sudden decision that was made. I'm sure the NHL being a multi-million, possibly even billion dollar industry was like, all right, let's make sure we have all the facts. We come to the best decision on this because it is going to be a serious effect for a lot of people. Now, Um, what what I'm wondering about though is, Carl, and I want to get I want to get your opinion on this. Does this happen if that NBA player from Utah does not test positive? I think it doesn't necessarily happen right away because if, like the statement says, the NHL and um, NBA share so many facilities. Not the Coyotes one, but there's a lot. So I think that that definitely added a timeline for this um but in general like i would say when one league starts suspending games you don't want to be irresponsible looking by not following suit that being said i think that the nhl would likely have done something like this sooner or later if nothing had turned around as i had said before i do not expect the nhl to play their final however many games in front of an empty arena that did not seem sustainable in any way. So it was either going to get better or I I would think it would have gotten to the point where they just suspend it and make the same decision. Yeah. The, um, so there, of course, all these announcements are still fluid. We're still gathering more information. Um, and obviously from what the statement says is their hope is that they is the this coronavirus is able to be contained within the next month or so, and they can continue, they can complete the season and go through the playoffs. But obviously, this you know a much different kind of story. But let's go back a hundred years, Carl, to uh, the last time the NHL had or you know the world had a major outbreak and it stopped sports. You know, with the Spanish flu ending the Stanley Cup. No one, no one was awarded the Stanley Cup at that time, and you know, obviously, you hope it doesn't get to that. No one, like, because that obviously is very depressing for a lot of people. You know, the Stan- Stanley Cup playoffs are one of the most exciting things, and one of the most most exciting moments in sports. And you hope it doesn't can't get to that cancellation. From the NHL is hoping the same thing, but I, obviously, both you and I can can't confirm that. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and, and I will say the the Spanish flu situation, which I believe is, is in the article, is it nineteen nineteen or nineteen nineteen? Yes, about one hundred and one years ago. Yeah, uh, there was a key difference in that, in that the players themselves were sick. Um, I believe yeah, a, one, 
I believe one even passed away too from yes. the complications from it. Which is very unfortunate. And I think that could potentially make a key difference if there are if there's an illness that's keeping players from playing, um, then that needs then that can be handled differently than the league taking preventative steps to ensure not to increase the chance of a disease spreading. Um, we could theoretically, if everyone gets tested positive or negative, uh, sorry, we could theoretically see like a shortened tournament style um, play in a couple of months where there's no fans allowed. It's just the players, but we can at least watch it. Um, and that way the cup gets, you know, passed on. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think that that's on front of everyone's mind. I'm sure there's someone whose job it is to be thinking of these types of situations and be like, right. how do we resolve? I would honestly be surprised if there's not someone who has already been thinking about this for a variety of reasons. Like, just the guy in the NHL was like, all right, what do we do if something happens? Just your precautionary guy. Think of the situations. Um, but it'll be interesting to see in the next couple of weeks, potentially in the next couple of months, what happens. And I think for right now, it's, it's not exactly like the Spanish flu um, series. It's, it's much different, and that could potentially have a very different outcome. Yeah, again, we're, we're, we'll be keeping a, uh, a you know close ears and eyes to the to, to the situation because you know like we're, like we've been saying I probably a good hundred times already this you know this news is fluid there's still a lot of information to be gathered um, you know obviously it was just the statement was just published a little over an hour ago from the moment of this recording we have a lot to a lot to take in. And uh, obviously, like we were saying, we hope this season continues, you know, sometime soon. Um, we can't really say when. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe what you were saying, though, early, like just earlier is maybe when they do continue, that they do a shortened tournament. Maybe they're kind of go down to like a best of five or something. I don't know. And kind of, you know, get things fast because obviously you know the the rest of the season doesn't or the rest of the year doesn't wait for them they got to get to the tournament they have the draft and a lot of other things that are on the schedule for the nhl season and even the, all the other leagues that have things coming up there's a lot of things that they have to take in into consideration when they decide to start things back up yeah uh, i hadn't even been thinking about the draft and i think most people haven't it it hasn't been something i've seen pop up but but that'll be interesting because the draft tends to have a very specific day like do you push that back do we i i don't know how the league is going to be doing things um it'll be very interesting to watch the next couple weeks and months um and see what comes into effect uh provided the situation becomes something where we can still be worried about you know, just general sports stuff. Uh, and I think the league taking steps like this is like, hey, you know, everyone just sit out for a while. We'll think of something. We'll be back to you in a couple months or weeks or days even. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, 
Now, I do want to take this time. Obviously, we're going to have a short podcast, so like we'll probably be done in like five minutes or so. But I do want to take this time as a PSA is because of all this information and, you know, all and like we were saying, all this information is fluid. We don't know how the spread is, you know, for everyone out there to be safe and to, you know, wash your hands and do everything it takes to, you know, prevent from trying to from contracting this this virus because you know as we were saying earlier this stuff this is new we don't know we don't know much about this and it just be safe out there yeah and please 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 try and make sure you're getting all your information from reputable sources um unfortunately as happens anytime there's a major disease spread there's there's someone who's looking to profit by providing misinformation um and and just kind of avoid those i know that there's been talk of like mask shortages and that sort of thing and yeah don't don't fall for anything like that yeah i i will say that many major newspapers and i'm talking the new york times the washington post uh, and I'll even go down. I'll even go down to you know locally the uh, the Arizona Daily Star and uh, the Arizona Republic are all providing information regarding coronavirus for free on their sites, um, so you can use that information. Obviously, you also have access to the CDC and WHO and a bunch of other like what Carl's saying reputable sources to get you the proper information you need to know. Um, should you want to look up symptoms if you're feeling, if you're feeling ill and if you're feeling ill also stay like, like self-quarantine and do everything again, everything necessary to help avoid the spread of this virus. Yeah. Don't, don't be getting all your medical advice from people like us who have podcasts because we are yeah, not we're, doctors. Yeah. We're just out there making a PSA saying, be safe, get your information from reputable sources and again, we're just a hockey podcast. We're 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 just telling you that the season's suspended, and we'll we'll update you as we know more. Because um, I just posted an article on Five for Howling. You can go ahead and read that. We'll probably I'll probably have this podcast attached to that article to make everything easier for you guys. Um, we'll see where where things where things go from here. Yeah. And uh, we are going to be trying to have content available on Five for Howling. Uh, I'm not sure what that content is uh, at this time. I know I had a couple of articles that were planned that at this point, it just doesn't make sense to write. Um, so look out for that if you're looking for something to read because you don't have anything to watch. Hopefully we'll be able to provide something for you. Yeah, and if any of you guys have any questions about maybe any other ways that you know this season suspension is you know affecting the Coyotes, or literally anything else in the NHL, feel free to really to shoot us a message. And if we really can't answer it directly, we will point you to some to a any kind of information that will be able to get you all the information you need. Um, but yep, yeah, just don't be afraid to ask anywhere around if you need to know any information. Yeah, and um, I know this past week I had shared something uh, after the tornadoes in Nashville. Um, for just ways that people can help if it comes to that where there are specific coyotes or or arizona or even nhl wide you know campaigns to help people who need it uh definitely we'll be looking to share that as much as we can 
Yep. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap things up. Like I said, a very a pretty short episode just to kind of get things uh, just get, get things discussed here and to get an episode off the ground once again because it's been a while. But uh, w- once again, this has been Inside the Glass with Rob and Carl here on FiveForHowling.com. Uh, once again, go ahead and uh, subscribe and ask us any questions if you need to. And once again, as I said, everyone, be safe out there. Be safe. Bye, everybody. <laughs>